The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. So this week, we're trying something a little bit different on the podcast, and this episode begins a series of episodes where I will be giving mini intuitive readings to my guests. And so we have a series of guests who have come on and asked to get readings on the show both for their own guidance and wisdom, but also so that they can share their experiences with you. So I hope you enjoyed this series. I know personally that I not only had such a blast doing it, but when I listened back to this episode in particular, I recognized that some of the guidance coming through for this week's guest was also helpful for me. And I think you might have that same experience too. So enjoy. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today we have another really cool guest here to get a reading. And today we have Pam. Hello, Pam. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? A little nervous, I have to admit. So Pam, I asked her a little bit before we got started recording about what she wanted to focus on today. And and I want to hear this from you too, but it was so sweet. And she said, well, I don't really know. I just was intrigued by this whole offer to do an intuitive reading, and I wanted to see what it was all about. And so I'm excited because I'm guessing there's a lot of people out there who have been listening to the podcast and podcasts like it who are just intuition curious. And maybe this hasn't been a part of your life before, and maybe this isn't something that you've really thought about up until recently, and you're curious to know what it might be like. And so I was so excited, Pam, that you came with that question and that curiosity, because I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way. You know, I think that we're afraid of the unknown, and maybe if you share something that maybe I don't want to put out in the universe, or maybe I don't want to admit to myself. I think maybe that's one of the reasons that others might be hesitant. But as I'm learning about myself and trying to grow, this definitely needs to be something I need to be open to learning more about. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. So what I'm going to do, and you know what you said is so true. A lot of people do. And I think this is true of therapy too, as well as intuitive readings where sometimes we know there's something that we need to hear, but we're not sure we're ready to hear it. And I will assure you that it's been my understanding that, you know, my guidance and the way the information comes through, it's usually only comes through what you're ready to hear. And, you know, it's not the case of someone coming, you're sitting across someone who has x-ray vision and they're reading all of your thoughts and they're knowing everything about you. That would truly be creepy. It's more a matter of using my guidance and my inner wisdom to connect with the information that is most wanting to present itself to you now and what's going to be best received and what's really going to help you on this leg of your journey, you know, whatever that is. And I will also tell you this because I tell this to all my guests. 
the way that this kind of a reading works, and it should be this way whether you work with me or work with anyone doing anything, is that what I think about is I think about I'm a conduit for that you know divine spiritual wisdom, and I'm really a conduit for you to connect back with your own guidance and your own inner wisdom. So the information that comes through today will not be my opinion. It will not be what I think. When it is, I will tell you because, you know, sometimes it is. But mostly what this is, is me giving your guidance back to you. And just sometimes it's easier to hear and see things when they come out of somebody else's mouth, right? Because we're so stuck in our own lives that sometimes, you know, we just don't get the memo until we get still and hear it from someone like me. Okay. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And I invite you too, on that note, to always tune in with yourself with all the information that comes through and see what resonates with you. Because this information is from you ultimately and for you. And so don't be like trying to wrap your brain around something I say that doesn't fit. Stay with the things that do. Okay. All right. All right. So okay. I'm awesome. Get settled. It's going to be fine. It's painless. I promise. My shoulders are back. They're relaxed. Okay. Beautiful. All right. So I'm going to get into the zone a little bit and then I say a little prayer. So I'm just going to set the energy making a nice bubble of light for us to work in, grounding you, grounding me, asking to connect up to my highest wisdom and guidance, to my highest guides, my highest self, and also connecting you to yours. I'm also asking to be a clear channel so that information comes through crystal clear and in just the form that is appropriate for this context. I ask like all of any expectations I have of how this whole thing's supposed to go. And I ask that the outcome of this work serves the greatest good. Amen. And then I'm just going to tune into your energy. All right. So you have a lot of change happening in your life right now. A lot of internal change. There might be things going on in the outside world too, but for you, Pam, it feels like there's a lot of internal change. You're really changing the way you think about the world, changing the way you think about your relationships. It might seem subtle, it might seem huge, but I just feel a lot of the ways in which you used to relate to or think of yourself, think of the world, the things that you used to think were important, you're starting to question those things now and you're starting to think, huh, you know, this way of life that I've been fed since I came out of the womb that seemed like the only way to be, is it really, or is there something more? So I don't know if that resonates, but that's sort of the first little taste that I get. That is spot on. Cool. It's uncanny that you would feel that because I have really changed my outlook on life. And I've really tried to focus on what else is out there instead of being in that daily grind of whatever my day, daily routine is. But in those down moments, I think about what else, what's more, where can I find more information? And, you know, I think a lot of people are feeling that way now. We are in the midst of a great, you know, global transformation. I don't know if you've heard that, but it's a thing. <laughs> and even though everything's a little crazy right now, a lot of that craziness, it's my understanding, is in service to, you know, the possibility of a great evolution and a great step forward for humanity. 
And so I think a lot of people are waking up right now and they're starting to be curious about things that they weren't curious about before because first of all, you know, on a mundane level, right? Day-to-day life is a little disrupted, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but also on that deeper spiritual level, it's almost like the world is shaking so much that, you know, you can't find footing in those old, you know, the old, I'm going to mix metaphors, but the old shoes don't fit anymore, you know, like, or maybe you can't even find them because they slid under the bed. And now, you know, you got to make new ones. And so I think like you're spot on for you, for your own development. And also, and I think I know this about you, but it's also coming through intuitively. You're also at a change point in your life because I think I'm guessing that you have been a mom and that your kids are older now. And so I think that's been a big identity shift for you as well. I don't know exactly where you are with respect to that. I know from conversations we've had off camera, I have some information in my brain, but that's a big piece too. And a lot of women feel that way. I know I'm an empty nester and I remember, you know, I'm still in the, in the throes of it in some ways, but Whenever we have these shifts in identity, right, married to divorce, divorced to married, mother to, I mean, you, you never get to stop being a mother, but, you know, the relationship with your offspring changes, right, it causes us to question our identity, our sense of self. And in life, and I hope this makes sense, but if not, you slow me down. In human life, right, especially up until now, we get really hung up in these identities, right? We find our sense of self as I'm a mom or I'm so-and-so's mom or I'm so-and-so's daughter, or I'm so-and-so's wife. And so when we have these shifts in identity, if we are open, there are amazing opportunities to grow and amazing opportunities to recognize you played the role of mom for a while, but it was never who you were. And I just get the sense that for you, it's about expanding beyond that mom role, but also taking a hard look at the things you learned from being a mom Because I think some of those things are things you're going to want to pull forward into the work that you do moving forward in your life. So it's sort of a reflection, you know, letting go of certain things, but also sort of recognizing the value that was gained. So I will stop and see how that lands. Again, spot on. You know, I don't think when you're in the middle of raising your children when they're at home before they head out the door and you know, make you an empty nester, right? You're in the throes of that daily routine, that daily grind of, you know, caretaking and making sure everyone has everything they need. And you're pulled in so many different directions that you really don't even have time with yourself to sit down and have a thought without thinking, oh, don't forget, you've got to pick this up for so-and-so or you've got to make sure this is done. So now that I've been an empty nester for three years, it has allowed me to figure out who I am. I didn't lose my identity. I think it was just put on the back burner. Yeah. And I don't know if you believe in reincarnation, but I am seeing for you a past lifetime that I think is relevant to what you're going through right now. Can I share that? Please. So I see a past lifetime where you're a male. I see you in this lifetime older, so middle-aged, so probably around the same age I'm guessing you are now. And you were a salesman or a trader or something along those lines. And again, I don't know your ethnic background or your cultural heritage, but I feel like it might be similar to what you are in this body. But you're some sort of a trader. 
and a salesman. And it was a life where you got to travel. It was a life where you got to hold and trade. You're telling me um, fancy things, sparkly things. It was really fun. And you did not have a lot of responsibility. If there was a family, and I'm not really sure there was, you, you don't make it. It's a past life. So don't worry about it too much. <laughs> Whatever you needed to learn, you have learned from it. But it, it just feels like you didn't have a lot of responsibility. You, you might have had multiple families or multiple people that you gave money to along the way. But there was a sense of freedom in that lifetime and a freedom from responsibility. So that freedom of responsibility is, I think, something that you're really looking forward to in this next phase of your life. And, you know, in that past lifetime, there might have been some longing for, <laughs> the guys are laughing at me, and they're like, no, there wasn't. In that past <laughs> lifetime, you were very, very, very content not to have attachments to other people, and that worked really well for you. And I think in this lifetime, you've been experiencing up until now a lot of attachments. I mean, I see with your children, I see with your spouse, I see with your friends, I see with your early family members, you're somebody who probably has been a little bit of a pleaser. I see you're very independent too, so not a pleaser. There's a little bit of a dynamic between those two things of pleasing, but also being strong. You're very strong, but also sort of wanting to do things well, wanting to do things right, wanting to be responsible, wanting to help other people, wanting to be acknowledged for being responsible, that kind of jam. Whereas in this past lifetime, this guy just loved the fact that he got to travel around selling pretty things and he was very good with the ladies. Let me put it that way. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. And you know, when I share past lifetimes too, it's important to recognize that this is a past personality. It's not who you are now. And that, you know, we all try on all sorts of different roles for our learning and growth. And the way that I understand karma is not punishment, it's perspective. And so we just like to experience a lot of different perspectives. So if in one lifetime you were a womanizer and another lifetime you might be a woman who experiences that. Although I don't think he was a womanizer. He's, his, his energy is telling me he just liked to have fun. But I think that, you know, it speaks to your creative side. It speaks to your business sense. And it speaks to this desire that you have within you to have that freedom to create, to do what you want moving forward. So I hope that you tune into that energy because this is a good time in life and a good time in humanity to start tuning into what excites you, what brings you joy, and what do you want to create next? I'm a little, okay, I don't want to say that I'm shocked. I think that I am amazed that you pinpointed my life in a minute and a half. And, and I'm not trying to be, you know, flippant about it, but the characteristics that you described of me in this body right now is exactly who I am. Aww. I mean, I am very much a people pleaser, and yet I will absolutely do what I think I want to do. Now, I'm intrigued by my former life, I'd like to meet the guy. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think he's coming forward because sometimes I'll see past lifetimes that come forward because there's something about that former personality that you'd like to bring more into this body now. And uh -huh. I think it was his sort of carefree attitude, the fact that he loved life. There was a hedonisticness to it, but not in a bad way. 
he just simply says, I just really knew how to enjoy life. And in that body, I learned to live life on my own terms. And one thing the guides are telling me, and this is so interesting, is that in that body, you got to be a male. And up until now, like it's easier to do some of these things in a male body than it is in a female body, but that is changing as well. And it's so important right now for the growth of humanity for women and women in particular to tune into their independent spirit and tune into that ability to love yourself, find joy without guilt, right? A lot of women have conditioning, you know, it's much more typical for a guy. And, and this wasn't super long ago, this lifetime, but it was a while ago. But anyway, let me get back to the point that they're trying to make. What they're saying is, you know, in a female body, in this era of time and the era of time that this past lifetime happened in, women did not have those same freedoms. But women are starting to have those freedoms now, right? Where we can right. do what we want and we can understand that being a caregiver is not being a slave. Right. And, you know, especially now as the kids are grown and you fulfilled that responsibility and you fulfilled it beautifully. You know, the sky's the limit in terms of how you can move forward and enjoying your life. But I would just invite you to really look at the conditioning you have around feeling guilty about enjoying yourself, feeling guilty about doing what you want to do, feeling guilty about spending money on you or your endeavors, because that's what you're really needing to shed so that you can move forward and have a little bit more of that carefree energy that this past life version of you would like to remind you that you know how to bring to the table. Wow. Yes, I would love to be more carefree. It's, so, and it's interesting that you know you are seeing my former life as a male because when my children were in middle school, I was good friends with the principal, and we, she and I, were very matter of fact. We are very matter of fact. We don't, you know, there's no emotion when you're talking about work, right? And so we used to call ourselves guy gals because, so funny. you know, we didn't, we didn't deal in the emotion. We dealt with it as a guy would, you know, here's the issue. Here's the solution. Let's move forward. And that's what we used to call ourselves. So that's very interesting. And, you know, one information I get, and I want to tune in really deep to this we have a lot of conditioning around the idea that being in that male body isn't about emotions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of men have that conditioning and that's a whole nother trap that men get into. But again, I think what vibed with you about that sort of male guy persona with this person was that you guys were both just free to do what you wanted to do, to be matter of fact. It was almost like boys. It was almost like, you know, there was just, it was analytical we solve the problem and we can kind of be detached rather than sometimes, you know, in the more female approach to things, you know, and this is not ideal, but sometimes we get overwhelmed by all the emotional responsibility to other people where it feels like there you were almost like surgeons kind of like addressing, solving the problem, but without taking, you know, the emotional, the people, the, the dramas too seriously. Does that resonate? Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. And I think that that's really, really beautiful and important to do because you can be compassionate and care about others without taking on their burdens. And, but a lot of women have been taught again that, you know, if I don't feel what my kids are feeling when they, when they have a boo-boo, then, you know, I'm not a good mom and you can have compassion, right? Without going there with them. So I think that's a beautiful example. I love that. 
Yeah. Is there wow. anything else that you'd like guidance on or anything that's popping into your brain as we start to wrap this up? I don't know how we use so much time so quickly. I know, I know. You know, I think I really need to digest what you shared with me because uh, it's so, it's not enlightening because somewhere within me, I, I know these things. But for you to be able to succinctly you know, put it together and wrap it up so nicely is, I, I, I can't even think of the word, Victoria. I'm just a little, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'll use the word again. I'm amazed Aww. because everything that I think is what you put into words. And I don't think we normally speak to others in that way. We don't go out and say, yes, I'm very strong, but I'm a people pleaser. And I feel guilty and, you know, we, we don't go out and talk like that. So I think I really just need to process this. I hear you. So in the fact that I was a guy, oh my God, <laughs> definitely need to process that. <laughs> it's my understanding and feel free to go back and listen to the reincarnation episode if you feel drawn to it. But it's my understanding. I do a lot of teaching on reincarnation because it's, it's just one of my special loves. But it's my understanding that we live in lots of different bodies and we experience lots of different perspectives. Sometimes souls have a preference for a male or female body. And so sometimes, you know, they'll be, it's just, yeah, it's just how it goes. So you skew a little bit male, but you look pretty equal at this point. But usually at some point we try to balance because again, that process of reincarnation has a lot to do with balancing, balancing energies, getting different perspectives. And so after you get through enough bodies and you've had enough experiences, you know, these things start to balance out. And I think you're well along in the balancing stage. And I don't think that's your only past lifetime, my friends. Um, ah, I, think, really? I think you've been doing this for a while. So a couple of things are coming. Through Is that why I'm so tired? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. One of the, I think one of the tricks sometimes too, when we start to talk about past lifetimes is you want to be really careful not to identify with that past person because mm -hmm. you are very much Pam. You are very much who you are now in this body, in this moment. And of course, it's not even really who you are. Just a little teaser. You are a divine spiritual being temporarily having a human experience in which you agree to take on this sense of identity. And that sense of identity is not in fact who you really are. But mm. But that sense of identity is serving you right now. And so that's where you want to focus most of your energy and attention. And sometimes what happens with past lifetimes is people, they just collect more identities and that is not the goal at all. But sometimes I do love when these other lifetimes come through because they give us a glimpse of all the gifts that our soul has you know, over multiple, multiple lifetimes and multiple incarnations that are here at our disposal if we need them. And so when you're talking about past lifetimes and as we move through, you know, into the future, do we grow and learn? So what happens with each of our, you know, reincarnations? That's a big question, my friends. Um, let me see if I can get you a short answer and one that's tailored specifically to you since this is your session. Uh, you know, the short answer that I'd say is that we take on a variety of human experiences for our learning and growth and that most of us learn 
best through multiple perspectives, multiple avenues of learning, and that in the end, everything weaves together perfectly to make one beautiful divine whole, and that is how we find our way home. Mm, okay. I like that answer. Um, I like that answer. All right. <laughs> we'll leave it there. But yes, learning and growth is part of it. But again, for you, I think those kind of terms are loaded with the human way of understanding them. So, you know, at some point, a deeper exploration might get you there faster. But the mm. guides do have a couple more things that they want to say to you that are kind of practical. So I want to get these out there before we close. And I just need to tune in because I see them coming, but I don't know what they are. All right. The first one is they're saying, you know, you were drawn to this reading because you're drawn to this whole idea of intuition and it fascinates you and it excites you. And you're starting to recognize that you have it too. And you're starting to recognize all the ways in which you've been using your intuition throughout your life. You're also recognizing that you're a bit of an overthinker. And, you know, so sometimes when we're starting to tune into our intuition, it's about discerning between those two things. But the guides want me to tell you you're exactly where you should be, but follow that hunch, follow that curiosity. Developing your intuition is going to be huge for you. You're ripe to do it. And don't be afraid. Just don't be afraid. Many people have that kind of conditioning that they're afraid to step out in that box and afraid to experience intuition. But I want to liken back to what you were saying to me before we got on this call, before we started recording, where you talked about you know yoga and meditation and how you thought those things were kind of out there. But now that you've started to do them, you're, you're kind of digging them, right? Yes. I would put intuition in that category too. It might not be something you were raised with. It might not be something that was ever in your wheelhouse or on your radar before, but it is now and it's here for a reason. And some people are very practical in the way that they use their intuition. So, you know, I do one thing with mine, but for you, you're very practical. You're a problem solver and you get answers that way and you get very practical answers for people, for things, for organizations. And so I would start to look at that because that's where your intuition shines through. And you also get information for your kiddos. I see that that's happened over the years too. And that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> because when, when we get them for people that we love, it can get murky, right? Because we're attached and we have emotions and we can sometimes, you know, spin an innocent little intuitive hit into a, a catastrophe. I mean, that's not always the best place to start, but really I just invite you moving forward to tune into your intuition and start to just you know, be curious about how it speaks to you and where it might have come through in the past in your life that you just didn't recognize. But looking back now, you can be like, oh, you know, maybe that was my inner knowing. Hmm. All right. All right. Awesome. This was wow. so much fun. Thank you so much. I'm going to say a little closing prayer just to shut things down and then we will um, let you go. I'm going to thank you, Pam, for this great opportunity to learn to grow and to serve. I'm going to take a minute now to release any attachments may have formed between myself, my client, or any other energies or beings that showed up today. I also asked to let go of any attachments I have to the outcome of the work that we did together today. And I ask that the outcome of this work serve the greatest good. Amen. Pam, thank you. This has been so much fun. I really appreciate you putting your trust in me in this process today. Oh, I enjoyed every moment of it. And I was nervous and a little apprehensive as to what you might find or bring to light, but I am more at peace with what you've shared and more calm, Aww. much more calm. 
So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.